0: Finally, NFL DFS has come back to the DFS deli. Broncos Nation, let's ride. DFS Deli. I am the proprietor of this delicatessen, Sully Ali Shahid, and we are back. Back in the deli with the full staff getting ready for DFS Week One Main Slate. Redraft season is done. We are ready to gamble our hard earned American dollars, and in the case of Baker, waste our hard earned American dollars on gambling, on this beautiful thing we like to call DFS. If you haven't joined us for our show before, we are covering the main slate of games here on this early descent into week one. This is done on a Wednesday night, the day before opening day between the Rams and my, my pick to win the Super Bowl, the Buffalo Bills. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about week one, core Plays. Now, what we do here on the main menu here at the DFS Deli is we go over our core plays position by position and we get to go on the round table, the DFS Deli round table, and get each of our deli mates' takes on who they are targeting for the week one slate. Guys, it is so good to have you guys back in the kitchen. Baker, my son, my newfound son. How the hell are you tonight?
1: First of all, I'm not your son. Let's let's, listen. We're not getting started on that. Come on, Dominic. We're we're not getting started on that. If if I'm Dominic, I'm about to clothesline the hell out of you next time (laughs) I see you.
0: (laughs) Respect. Respect.
1: Uh, I'm very well. Uh, I I appreciated the the rock reference in your uh, open. I appreciated the uh, Russell Wilson, let's ride. I appreciate the fact that finally Studer has gotten over his technical difficulties and uh, found all of actually
0: his, yet to be seen,
1: and found all of his equipment. We at least know he's found his equipment because last time you and I recorded, he was searching for his equipment for ten thousand two hundred seventy three hours. So, but yeah, I'm excited. Like I'm just I'm I'm pumped. Can't wait. Bart Scott voice.
0: Yeah, it's, it's kind of like if if Saturday night is Christmas Eve. Then I would say tonight is like day six of Hanukkah. Because like we get to open a big present tomorrow, but the actual holiday, the holiday that most people celebrate, is on Sunday when we hit that main slate. Chill, welcome back. How you feeling, baby?
2: Oh, you know, just here. You know, it's nice to have a a good father and son duo. Oh my
0: God,
1: you shut your (laughs) damn mouth, Chill. You shut your damn mouth. (laughs) I mean We're not doing so- this all season. We're not. We are not doing this all season.
2: <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Uh we'll see how it goes. And you know, uh just gonna hit y'all with the uh it's just ready to dive on in. Yes. That was oh, a very yes. dark dive on in for the rest <laughs> of like, the like,
1: super dark. I don't know where you just went for that one show, but that was crazy dark.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's like more so for the Saturday show when like we get into more contrarian talks and like off the wall plays.
1: The thing
2: at really the bar. Dive oh yes the fat chick
0: at the bar yeah we gotta get we gotta get the chill fat chick at the bar <coughs> i mean I, I can't i can't have the deli without the fat chick at the bar
1: i mean it's become a staple at this point let's be real
0: absolutely studer as you text in the uh group chat that you are back let us know that you're back how you feeling
3: can you hear me yes, yes. hey all right we're good um his equipment works, for the love of God. That's what Presley said last night, too. Um, so, so has she Has she been
0: waiting for the equipment to work? Because <laughs> <laughs> we sure as hell work.
2: That EV sneaks up on you.
3: <laughs> but yeah, the equipment works. And um, Chili, I appreciate the dive on in. Shout out. But that was really, really, like, dark
2: so it's okay sometimes we need to get dark
3: yeah that <laughs> anywho uh... <laughs>
2: so many different places
1: to go on that one that's
3: there so is. many different places yeah. uh it does feel good to be back and Sully, so, yeah, i'm gonna piggyback on your i'm gonna say tomorrow is christmas eve because it gives you that little taste of what's to come and then i think sunday's christmas morning yeah, you're I mean, definitely not wrong about
0: that. Definitely. Not I hope wrong there's not a lot that. of
3: religious people out there, but I'm pretty sure the first NFL Sunday of the season is more important than Christmas. <laughs> Just
0: saying. I, I'm not going to disagree with that,
3: and I'm a honest. Christmas And I'm a Christmas person. So... Fair,
0: fair. <laughs> All right, before we get into our plays for week one, we go position by position. Let's dive into a couple noteworthy things that are happening around the NFL that could affect this Sunday's slate. Uh, Alan Lazard dealing with an ankle injury questionable for Sunday. If you were targeting that late slate of, of, for that Packers game and we got the lizard King himself, the guy that literally only puts up DFS points week one, Sammy Watkins could be an option. Uh, A little Samuel, a little Samuel that Alan Lazard can't go. Uh, Michael Thomas still recovering from his injury. We don't know the status of uh, his Sunday quite yet so he could affect the slate when it comes to that saints game maybe chris Olave gets a little chalkier, and we can open up some cheaper options as well on that receiving depth chart and then uh the running back situation in baltimore still cloudy um we know that baltimore signed king and drake to kind of provide an insurance policy for the recovering jk dobbins uh jk dobbins questionable for sunday's game as well uh juicy matchup But as we've seen from the Ravens running backs, I don't think you can trust any of them, regardless of who plays. But if J.K. Dobbins is a is healthy, quote unquote, I still would be, you know, kind of skeptical, skeptical, skeptical to even play him or any of the running backs. So that's probably an uh, avoid for me. And now we also have George Kittle, who did not practice today, dealing with a groin issue. So a lot of uh, a a few, I should say, not a lot, a few key names popping up on the injury report this week. So I don't know how that's going to affect the slate. But if anything, it could open up some cheaper options for us to go through um, as we're selecting our players that we have interest in this week. I say we jump right into it. Position by position breakdown see who we like at each position. Uh, Baker, I'll go ahead and kick it off with you, actually. And we'll start, like we always do, with the core back, the, the signal caller. Who are we targeting this week? I mean, t- typical dad letting his son go first. <sighs> chill.
1: The, the crazy thing is, but hold on, before I tell you who I'm interested in, chill, I literally uh, brought you back something from Florida. It's currently residing in my bedroom as we speak, and this is how you treat me. I like I brought nobody else a gift back from Florida. You are the only person I brought a gift back from Florida, and this is how you treat me.
2: Baker. Yes. Just provide your takes.
3: Hey, uh, Sully, real quick. Um, what's another term for jump right in to the slate?
0: <laughs> I don't think, I don't know why you're asking me. You should be asking Chill.
3: Asking for a friend. <laughs> is your yes.
1: friend's name Chill?
2: Baker, I Baker, I appreciate the gift. Why, and don't you the, give, why don't you give the listener the gift of your quarterback take? I, I
1: mean, <laughs> it's not even the gift, it's just the correct answers to the test. My well, I mean, one of the biggest people that I'm on, and I think a lot of people will be on this person for obvious reasons because the new Call of Duty is not out yet, is Kyler Murray. You know, we all know that once Call of Duty comes out, you know, his you know, fantasy production takes a dive. So get him while you can. <sighs> And do I really need to say why it's one of the highest over unders? Fast paced game, blah 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 blah. Kansas City can't stop anything, and he also offers a bunch of upside with his legs. Cool. With this news of uh, you know J.K. Dobbins being out, we we feel like Baltimore wants to get back to running the ball. But if they can't, I think it's just going to be like the Lamar Jackson scorch the t- uh, scorch the earth again uh, tour, like he started off last season. So Lamar de- Lamar definitely has to be in play. Uh, Studer's boy Justin Herbert always has to be in play, especially with once, one again, once again, one of the higher overunders on the, on the slate. So those are three. I'm saying more expensive uh, options that I would definitely be looking at come uh, Sunday.
0: Baker, allow me to poke a minor hole. Actually, it's not even poking a hole. It's questioning what we are going to do with Kyler Murray. Actually, because yes. One of the highest overunders on the slate, but who the hell is he throwing the ball to? Forty-year-old AJ Green, a chalky Roddy. Like who? Who else? Where's uh, Zach Ertz? If you haven't heard, is gimpy as well. He's questionable before the game, so he might not even have his core tied in. Like, what? Wh- who the, Who is this man throwing to? And is it going to be all with his legs? Is that where we're trying to get at?
1: I mean, it could be DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe it'll Aww. be Christian
0: Kirk. Oh.
1: He's, does, he still have, does he still have Max Williams? Is he on the team?
0: I don't know if Max Williams is on the team, <laughs> but I can tell you who is. Andy Isabella.
2: You can't throw to Chase Edmund. Oh. <laughs>
0: like,
1: I don't, I don't. If Rondo Moore ends up being chalked, like, obviously that's a, like, I can't believe Rondo Moore would end up being chalked. That just sounds crazy to me to begin with. But hey. but the, But the play would be Hollywood Brown then. Like, he still has Hollywood to throw to.
0: All right, fair, fair. And I won't poke any holes in your Lamar Jackson thing. I think this is going to be the Lamar Jackson FU tour. Um, yeah, I, I can definitely it's like, see. It's like Baltimore, y'all didn't South. want to
1: pay me? I'm about to show you. Uh,
0: facts, big facts. Uh, and, so, yeah, I I, I definitely, uh, I like those plays. I like and those I also plays.
1: saved one Hurty um, quarterback for someone
2: else. <laughs> Chill, <laughs> would,
0: you, would you like to uh, elaborate on the reference?
2: I mean... It is the third highest uh, projected point total on the slate, right? That game, Philadelphia Detroit.
0: It is. It's number three. Uh,
2: no, I mean, like, I think this week, I think ownership on quarterback this week is going to be pretty, pretty spread out. Um, I mean, you probably have Patrick Mahomes is probably going to, I think, lead in ownership when it's all said and done. Um, so, I mean, I, I, again, I mean, any, any one of these quarterbacks is going to be pretty viable. I. I mean, uh, Jalen Hurts, like Baker said, I love Jalen Hurts this week going up against the Lions. Uh, He's got some pretty easily uh, paired up targets you could pair him with. Um, I think as you're looking at some of these quarterbacks, uh, I love the Lamar take. um, And then, um, you know, as you get down here – if you're looking for quarterbacks that might be lower owned in these higher uh, total games, you're probably looking at somebody like Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Derek Carr has some pretty uh, parable stacks with him. Aaron Rodgers, good luck. Um,
0: I, I just said, I, I didn't I just say that like uh, two minutes ago? You got the Lizard King. Sammy Watkins, he only scores DFS points in week one. If you're going to play anybody, One time throughout the DFS season, it's Sammy Watkins, okay?
2: And then, um, you know, and then I'm not, I mean, I've said this since the start. I'm not against Trey Lance this week, especially if his ownership's going to be this low. Ugh.
3: I just threw up. It's the Bears, ugh.
1: It's the right matchup, though. Like, we have to give the credit there that it is the right matchup
3: for him to go off. Trey Lance playing football is not the right matchup. <laughs> All right,
0: take it yeah. out of Trey Lance fan, dude.
2: Yeah, but his coach is. God. Is his coach not good True. at making quarterbacks look good? Or was he it is. Matt Schwab, an MVP candidate with Kyle Shanahan? Matt Schwab? Okay. Uh, that's the white Michael Vick to you. Just saying. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't matter if the quarterback's good. If the coach can make him look good, then...
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's it's fair.
2: All, it's all about
1: scheme and fit. And the Bears are going to be a team we target a lot this year as they are just a complete dumpster fire.
3: Remember, mm-hmm. they
0: just play so slow. I mean, like, I, I need my quarterbacks to be in a back-and-forth, fast-paced environment. And I am so scared that every Bears game is just going to be the most deplorable thing to watch on the damn planet.
1: Here's my bold call for the season. Like, uh, Darnell Mooney will be the garbage-time <laughs> king of fantasy. Period. He won't start scoring fantasy points until the fourth quarter when the Bears are getting blown out by 30. (laughs) The Bears won't be able to stop anything like they play slow. That's all fine and dandy. They're going to have to speed up when they're down 21 in the first quarter because that defense ain't stopping a nosebleed.
0: That that definitely remains to be seen. I just I'm, I'm, scared. I'm
2: scared. I'm surprised Baker ain't out here touting, you know, Justin Fields. What Matt Nagy gone? You think Baker would be all over the Bears, and he literally I, just torched I, them into the ground.
1: I'm, talk, I'm talking about their defense. I did just somewhat talk no, up Darnold. No, 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 you didn't.
2: No, I, did, you didn't. I did,
1: I did, I did, I did, I did just talk up Darnold. You're trying to call
2: him the garbage time hero. That's not
1: talking <laughs> him up. That's
2: a backhanded compliment.
1: But you do. It really him. is. Hey, chill. You know who I'm not going to talk up all year? The Chiefs <laughs> because Matt Nagy's their OC or not the so quarterback coach. You better coach. not Baker. You better
2: coach. not play one Chief at all this year. I already told at you at all. I already told not you about at all. No, no Chiefs. I'm playing
1: at tight end. I already told you. Why are you playing? It's
2: Matt Nagy, Baker.
1: I'm not, playing here, I'm, not playing, I'm not playing Pat Mahomes. Get I won't play. Here, don't I play Pat Mahomes once this year because just of like, that like,
2: Just like I've been asking how much how much like equity do you have in Zeke? None? Okay. I have plenty of equity in Zeke.
1: Get out of here, Baker. Well, screenshot like I will screenshot and send it to you. You want to call me out for my screenshot Like I will send
0: it to you. I
2: got plenty of equity get in get Zeke. Get out of here, Baker. We Baker.
0: May,
2: can we get Studer's take on quarterbacks? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Studer, signal callers. I mean, there's really not much else for me to say. You guys pretty touched on all the major ones. Um, I'm not a really, obviously, you guys know i from prior podcasts. I'm not a big Lamar Jackson fan, but um, Lamar Jackson's breaking the single-game rushing record Sunday. So, uh, that's huh, one. Well, I, wow.
1: Just starting
0: <laughs> off with bold calls. Wow. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot I take alert.
3: I don't, I don't know what else they're going to do. Like, they might as well just call, like, Musa Smith and Jamal Lewis back.
0: Okay, listen, while, while I don't agree with that hot of a take for Lamar, I still feel like he's going to have a very stellar game, especially with his legs, given the running back situation they have in Baltimore and the opponent, which is, you know, the New York Jets. So, I mean, there's that.
3: Um, no, I really don't think he's going to break the, the single-game rushing record. But if I had to put money on him going over 100 rushing yards, I would easily take that bet. Um, like Baker said, I do love Justin Herbert. They showed uh, Justin Herbert uh, his stats against the Raiders last year. And if <laughs> if he played the Raiders all 16 games, he would have every passing record for a single season. Like th- th- He just eviscerates the Raiders. So...
2: Didn't he lose to the Raiders
3: in week 18? I, well, wins and losses don't matter in fantasy football. It's a snap. Uh, he's not wrong.
0: He's not wrong.
3: <laughs> um, I'm also really, 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 really big on Jalen Hurts this year. Like, really big. And Thank you. I mean, one of my bold predictions is I think he's a top five quarterback. Thank and you. Th- that's not even bold. Top five fantasy. Um, kind of.
0: I'm the one that said he's going to be an MVP candidate. So that's bold. I mean, Top that's is not bold.
3: I, I, I'm I, not going to disagree with Sully. If the Eagles have a good record and win the NFC East, that's, I, that's completely a viable prediction. Um, yeah, besides that, I mean, my QB core is going to be small. I mean, Lamar is going to be chalk. Herbert's going to be uh, Ertz. I just can't play. Kyler murray i can't say his name i can't be i have to be politically correct and not say his actual name on the podcast <laughs> but um yeah i don't know if i had a dart throw i mean is anybody talking about Jameis winston versus atlanta no i mean Jameis winston's always in
1: my player pool studer you know this like dude i'm i think
2: that would be a saturday
1: take this is why i didn't mention him tonight joe Oh, this cash. Oh,
3: that's right, cast no,
0: no, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. Let me preface this. Let, let me preface the, my, our entire podcast with this. Our podcast is based around tournament strategy. Okay, let me put that big asterisk about our about our takes. We are talking tournaments. We can say cash game plays all Oskr. Cash games are for pussies, okay? If you want to play cash, that's great. You wow. just take the highest owned players, you put them on the same roster and then you walk away. I am trying to build teams to take down GPPs. Large wow. field small field single entry, I don't care. This is what this podcast is based off of. So we get into the deep, dark plays on Saturday night, but that doesn't mean they don't need to be mentioned right about meowish. okay? So if you got a hot take, go ahead and throw that out there because I am down for it. So any listener that thinks they want to play cash, you can go find another podcast because this ain't the one for you. However, if you're trying to win some dough and get up top to those 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 tournament lineups, that top one percent that we're striving for, then these are the plays we're talking about. Okay, so I say that to say this: Are we just not gonna talk about the biggest revenge game on the damn slate? Are we not gonna talk about Joe Flacco versus? <laughs> <with it? laughs> are we not? Are we just just gonna ignore that Joe Flacco is the starter this week? I know there's not another revenge game that I give a damn about, so. I mean, Joe Flacco.
1: The other revenge, the other revenge game that quarterback's going to win. No, 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 we're not playing Joe Flacco, Sully.
0: Like we're not getting that. Hello, hello.
1: I I can get grosser than Joe
0: Flacco, though. You grosser, grosser than Joe Flacco? I can get grosser, or equally gross. I mean, I'm sure you could, but I mean, there's obviously statistically worse quarterbacks, but. uh,
1: no, because he, he and he, he hear me out on this one. Can I convince you to play some Marcus Mariota this week? No.
3: No. Yes. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got one yes on the group. Yes. I'm uh, so happy. <laughs> 49 no's
0: and one yes. It's still, it's
1: still a yes. A yes. <laughs> well, well, hear me out on this one. Out of out of all the quarterbacks on this slate, Lamar. Uh, Jalen Hurts, and then I could say Marcus Mariota versus anybody Anybody else on the slate has the most leg upside, and that includes Kyler. His stacking options are the easiest of possibly anybody on this slate. It is literally Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and walk the hell away. It is a stack that's literally nobody except for my dumbass will have. And this and you've you've immediately flipped a build if Atlanta does anything. Because one, the Saints defense will be popular. So now you're 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 gaining leverage there. Two, you are literally just running laps around anything if that stack goes somehow goes dumb at one o'clock. And it also allows you to fit the Jonathan Taylors and the rest of the you know high-priced running backs and other chalky players if you want to play those with those guys because none of those guys for Atlanta are expensive. It's the cheapest build that you can make
2: pretty much.
0: I don't know, man. Davis Mills, Brandon yeah. Cooks, and Nico Collins looks pretty stackable to me too.
2: I would just rather play Trevor Lawrence.
0: All right. Chill. Right now. Prop bet. I'll take Davis Mills versus uh, Trevor Lawrence right now. Book it. Yes. Got my first <laughs> prop bet. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's do it.
2: Baker, if you want Marcus Mariota against Trevor Lawrence.
1: Oh, you can put me down for that one, chill.
2: I mean, Lord knows that lineup's dead at about 115, but if you want it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Wow.
1: Mar- he's Mar- not wrong. Marcus Mariota is about to go nuclear. <laughs> Marcus Mariota is about to break the slate on Sunday.
2: Do you think he's week one, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Pretty much. I mean,
0: the matchup is there, right? I mean,
1: it's, it's, insane. it's the matchup of the number one and number two picks of their respective draft going at each other. Just saying.
2: How the mighty have fallen.
0: <laughs> so, so far.
2: <laughs> so, so far.
0: All right. Before we move on to running backs, you know, I'll elaborate more on the Saturday show because you know it's based off ownership, ownership, ownership. That's how you get to the top of these tournaments. Um, There's nothing wrong with playing chalkier guys as long as you mix in some of these low-owned guys. But if you start with the quarterback position, you're naturally diversifying your lineup from others. All I'm saying is that I don't care who he's throwing to. Aaron Rodgers is still a bad man, and he plays the sieve of a defense known as Minnesota. So, um. Yeah, you can you can sign me up for that like every day of the week.
1: I'm I mean,
3: chasing Minnesota the entire year. As you should. Sully, that was my last, that was my last QB take. I was saving that for Saturday. I don't think anybody was gonna mention him. He actually might be in my biggest lineup.
0: Yeah, no one's playing Aaron Rodgers. And for good reason. I get it. Like who are who is his stacking options, et cetera, et cetera? But at the same time, the matchup, <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> Again, I'm chasing Minnesota the entire year. You yeah. can play people against the Jets, the Lions. I don't care. Who's Minnesota playing, and why am I playing that quarterback on the opposite side? That's mm-hmm. literally strategy. He That's
3: Do He owns Minnesota. He owns Chicago, but, sir. He owns both. Well, he Big facts.
1: He said that he owned Chicago last year.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's going to say that for Minnesota this year, too. And then he just – he said that for Detroit like seven years ago. So apparently he just owns the entire NFC North, which he kind of has –
2: Uh, Against the Vikings,
3: he's 16, 10, and 1. Is it 16, 10, and
2: 1? That's his record against the Vikings.
3: Okay, he semi-owns them.
0: Yeah, semi, semi. 16 wins is still pretty damn good.
3: But I agree with you, Sully, and if um, a certain wide receiver gets rolled in on Sunday, that's going to be one of my main stacks. But we'll get there. Go ahead, sir.
0: Cool. Let's head over to the running back position, and welcome back, CMC. When he's healthy, all he does is drop bombs. Even without scoring touchdowns, the man is a 20-point-plus player on DraftKings and a full PBR site. FanDuel is a little different, but he does get a decent matchup against the Browns. They were 15th against the run last year. so. But it's not his running ability. It's his everything ability. So anytime this man touches the ball, even though he's probably going to be the highest-owned running back on the slate, and for good reason, People are anxious to play CMC. People are anxious to get back in the Jonathan Taylor Taylor train um, on the road against Houston. Houston's still a extremely soft matchup, regardless if they're at home on the road or on the moon. It doesn't really matter. But those are going to be the two kind of centerpieces to most people's lineups. And I feel that this is if you're going to get different on any week, any week, it is week one, two, three and four. And this happens to be week one. So, albeit a lot of people are coming off their redraft leagues where they were picking in the top half of their drafts, these are the guys they want to see play because they're, they're they're on their respective fantasy teams. In the tournament environment, I don't know if it's going to be the right move. So, uh, Chill, I'll go to you to start with running backs. Um, are you jamming in some CMC and some JT, or are you looking to go somewhere else at the running back position?
2: I mean, because it's week one. I mean, um, I mean we went over this before. Pricing is soft on both sites, so you could definitely play one if if you want to. Um, again, don't overthink it. I mean, these guys are pretty good, and they're going to be high owned for a reason. Um, and then I think what you'll have in between those two is if you want to play, because like on DK Saquon Barkley's price is really, it's really affordable. If you want to go that route, I understand the Giants offense might not be the greatest thing, but when he was healthy last year, he starting to come back true to form. Um, so you got that. I mean, there's a couple other running backs I do like this week. Uh, if, I, if I like a couple of the Eagles plays, I'm probably running it back with DeAndre Swift. Um, who's probably, he's not going to be as high owned as the other couple guys I mentioned, but he'll be up there in terms of ownership. So I like Swift. Um, And then I think another guy I'll be looking at who might be a lot lower owned than what I might think here might be Alvin Kamara. Um, As far as I know, Atlanta still can't cover running backs, and their defense is terrible. Like if you're following the Vikings, we probably should be following the the Falcons as well. So that would be another uh, interesting take I'm going to be looking at here as well.
0: Oh, I definitely like those plays and we we can't sit here and pretend like Alvin Kamara is not playing the damn Atlanta Falcons, okay? So, I I am 100% on board with Alvin Kamara this week. So, again, we talk about tournament building strategy and I'll kick it to Studer with his running back takes here in a second, but ways to get different if these players are in a are in a similar median projection for points. So, let's say <clears throat> for week 1, you're looking at Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, King Henry, Jonathan Taylor, CMC. You want to differentiate your lineups, take those two to three highest own plays out and just play the next two or three. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Vegas was a stout run defense because they were sauce. We, we just heard from Studer saying that this Chargers offense is going to be borderline electric. We know what Justin Herbert can do against this team. However, if Justin Herbert is going to be owned, which he should be, why are we not just going to jam in Austin Eckler? Why are we not going to put in the late game hammer king against the Giants as in King Henry? I can project a similar projection for King Henry and JT at half the ownership so why am i just not going to play derrick henry why am i just going to play austin eckler instead so again for cash games if you're a punk you can go ahead and play these guys not saying jonathan taylor and cmc cannot end your day at one o'clock because they certainly can but if you survive that storm and you got that hammer that king henry that austin eckler hammer at four o'clock i think you might be sitting pretty pretty studer hit me with some running back takes.
3: Uh, real quick before that, um, so <laughs> apparently I'm a pussy and a punk because your boy plays cash games, so that's for another day. But since this is the GPP show, um, in all my GPP lineups, I'm actually fading the top three, all of them Jonathan Taylor, Henry, and CMC. And I'm gonna go to like you said, the very next three minus Dalvin Cook. So I'm gonna to go to Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, and Joe Mixon. Like, I agree with Chill. I think Alvin Kamara might actually be my favorite play on the slate. He's gonna come he's gonna come actually like low ownership. Because, like you said, everybody wants to play Christian McCaffrey because nobody's played him in they've played him like ten times in two years. Um, everybody wants King Henry at home, everybody wants Jonathan Taylor, they want to see their first round picks. Go off. Nobody's talking about Alvin Kamara like at all. And he's going against the Falcons. Um, I agree with what you said about Austin Eckler. Um, the Chargers, again, they their offense just puts up points. So why not play Austin Eckler at running back, running back which I feel he's going to have lower ownership than Jonathan Taylor and CMC. And Joe Mixon. I mean everybody still looks at Pittsburgh's defense like oh it's Pittsburgh's defense but I think last year I don't have it off the top of my head I think he went for a buck 50 or a buck 60 in two touchdowns in one game versus Pittsburgh and literally went off so I'm not actually scared of Pittsburgh's run defense so I I think Joe Mixon is going to be I don't know I'm gonna guess sub seven percent, five percent. So, I mean, at home, give me Joel Mixon versus them. I also like the likes of Aaron Jones. Now, my biggest conundrum, and I wanna after I have a like one more take after Aaron Jones, but I want to kick it to you guys with this question. How do you value Green Bay's backfield this this week and going forward? Like I love Aaron Jones. Minnesota's run defense is absolutely disgusting, like disgusting. I mean, I mean, like you said, Sally, so like everything about Minnesota's defense is disgusting. But their run, deep, they have no interior, de- no interior defensive players. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of like Aaron Jones in a game where they would be trailing, or if not close, but I think this could possibly be an AJ Dillon game. And as I scroll down, and scroll down, and scroll down, AJ Dillon is sixty one hundred dollars on Vandal, and that's just I, I, that's one that just glaringly just just so like I just, I can't get off that. And then we'll save the hot takes for Saturday, but my GPP take, I think this year Sammy Watkins in the running back form is Kenyon Drake. Like, dude, they're going against the Jets. He's 5,700. He's going to get the majority of the carries because Mike Davis sucks at football. I'll admit it this year. But Fair. like, I, dude, I think Kenny and Drake could possibly have just one, just bomb ass game and then just gone. See ya, bye. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's kind of. Well, I guess where I'll, I at.
0: guess I'll kick it to the resident Vikings fan about how he feels about Green Bay's backfield. He's got the matchup, and he can hit me with his running back takes as well.
1: Um, who are you talking
0: to? My son.
2: <laughs> can't stand go, on, kid. go get him. Booyaka Booyaka.
3: <laughs> you gotta say, go get him, champ. <laughs> go get him, champ.
1: I mean, as much as I love Dalvin Cook, I'm kinda off of him. Uh I can't wait to see what ownership comes in on him. Um You
0: off of Dalvin Cook? I- I mean,
1: what I- I just think it's a tougher matchup for him, and if if I end up on Dalvin Cook, it will most likely just be a late swap for me. Um, if I'm being honest, you know, just that player that nobody's playing. Um, he, I don't think he's going to be a part of my core teams though. But you know, you ask the question: Who is Kyler throwing the ball to? We saw down the end, of, uh, down the stretch of the season, James Conner was also getting involved heavily in the passing game. You know, on top of his just insane touchdown uh, rate that he was on, like he was catching four or five passes a game. So James Conner absolutely has to be in play this week. In my humble opinion, I also agree with uh, Studer's take in Aaron Jones or um, A.J. Dillon, or you could take the old school Baker approach and play both of them together and just, you know, hope that every (laughs) uh, touchdown comes from running backs.
0: Or just play Aaron Rodgers, too, and say bleep it. Mm
1: -hmm. You're not wrong. But I think one of the people that I'm most intrigued by is Travis Iantini. (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) (laughs) Travis Etienne in this Washington game. Like, this Washington-Jacksonville game is definitely not a game that I want a lot of, but I could see it being, quote-unquote, a sneaky shootout. We need to make a drinking game out of that, by the way. Uh,
0: I like to say sober during my podcast, (laughs) so I'm good on the whole uh, uh, SS yeah, I'm not saying it, <laughs> but yeah, I mean,
1: if the usage in the preseason is going to predict anything for the future, when it comes to Travis, uh, I almost called him Iantini again, Etn,
3: <laughs>
1: is that this guy is going to be used heavily in the pass game, heavily in the run game? He's not coming off the field unless he's just dead. So this Washington's defense can be had in a handful of different ways. Yes, they are stout up front. You know, with their uh, 27 defensive linemen that they have drafted in the uh, first round of the last three years. But obviously, uh, uh, Chase Young still dealing with injuries from last year. They still have a bunch of other good players, but they can be susceptible, especially in the pass catching running back. So Travis uh, Iantini, I definitely like. And if there's ever a year that uh, Clyde Edwards E. Lair can finally get something done in Kansas City, oh, God. he has he has no competition. He has zero competition uh, as far as touches in that backfield. It should be his backfield. And once again, a high-scoring game. A sneaky piece of that game is Clyde Edwards' e Lair.
3: Wait, hold on real quick. I, no competition? I didn't stutter. So the guy who had more touches than him in a playoff game last year, Jarek McKinnon, that – no? No.
1: So somehow we're going to automatically think that Jarrett McKinnon, who's been nothing his entire career besides injured, is all of a sudden something.
3: I, did I, I didn't say he's something, but I said it, he's competing for t- – dude, in a playoff game, in an AFC championship game, when all your chips are on the table and it's the most important time, he got the touches. So how does he not have competition? You literally said no competition for touches. And I stick like, with oh. that. And I stick by that. And this so, is, if
1: it's the same Jared McKinnon that in the preseason when Pat Mahomes is on the field is running with the third team. So okay. you tell me that somebody who in the preseason, which is an uh, outlier for what I like, literally was just describing with Travis Etienne, a, a, it is your dress rehearsal. Who's out there with Pat Mahomes all the time? It was literally 90% tr- uh, Clyde Edwards, 10% uh, Isaiah Pacheco, live- and yep. no, zero, Jared McKinnon.
3: So what you're telling the listeners is you're going to take more away from a preseason game than an AFC Championship game. Got it.
1: I'm looking at this season. Yes, last year can be indicative of things to come in the future, but I'm also looking at what I've seen so far this year.
3: I mean, I agree. I think it's going to be an RBBC, but I just for for you to say just no zero? Like no 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 competition in the backfield? I, I
1: believe that at the beginning of the season Clyde Edwards is going to get every opportunity to prove that he
3: is the guy. Fair enough. Uh, Sully, can I say one more thing, real quick?
0: Uh, yes, Miles Sanders plays Detroit.
3: It's going to be real quick. Um, are we all on board? <laughs> Wait, what did he say?
0: Miles you Sanders. Miles Sanders. It's the year of Miles Sanders.
3: Dude, Sully, we're going to talk about that off air. Duh, let's go.
0: We don't
1: have Dude. enough time on air for y'all to talk about that crap.
3: We can make a whole episode about Miles Sanders? Uh, yes, we can. Uh, real quick, are we all on board with fading the – who is right now, hands down, the chalkiest running back on the slate? Damian Pierce? Like
2: he's, the, Who says he's chalk?
3: Who says dude, he's chalk? Yeah. I, yeah.
2: That dude is coming in at not even 2%.
1: I got 3% on my site. I really? have no own percentages,
3: period. <laughs> I thought he was going to be super chalk.
0: Ain't nobody playing that much, no, he's like, a great redraft candidate because it, you know they cut Marlon Mack, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, but
3: he has the most helium out of any running back right now. Like, that's all everybody's hmm. doing is just talking about Damian Pierce. And he's 5,600 on Vandal and 4,800 on DraftKings.
2: Nobody's yeah, he, playing, he
3: wasn't a thought.
0: Yeah, no, oh. no one's playing. They're going to be down by 14 in the blink of an eye, so he's going to get scripted out in the first quarter.
1: The chalk du jour right. is J- Jonathan Taylor. Period, point blank. If you say anybody's more owned, stop.
2: I think Saquon will get more owned. Based on price. Yeah. Based on
0: price. Oh, yeah. Based on price, it'll be Saquon, uh, CMC, and JT for sure. Those are your three. CMC. Yep. Those are your three. Uh, Let's hit up wide receivers. As bad as everybody wants to play Justin Jefferson, uh, caution. He is facing one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Am I wrong? Am, Am I wrong in saying that? You're not wrong. So I mean, coming in as the highest projected own player, a uh, receiver, I should say. Um, caution should be thrown towards Justin Jefferson.
2: What percentage um, do you have him at right now? Twenty. Wow, is, he is not even at ten percent on this site. Wow, Are you looking
0: at DraftKings or FanDuel?
2: Uh, DraftKings.
0: On FanDuel, he's coming in at a cool twenty percent. Regardless if it's between 13 and 20-something, it's still a little high given the matchup. I get his talent. I get his excellence. But this could be a, a matchup where you throw a little caution. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. is without question on DraftKings going to be the chalkiest wide receiver, right? Rondale I mean, he's mispriced. He's mispriced.
2: It's going to be Rondale Moore.
0: Well, mine is Rondale Moore. But Michael Pittman Jr. is mispriced.
2: Let's Not be honest here. Agreed. So yeah, question
0: fifty five hundred against the Houston Texans. No, no way. Just just why?
1: So I got a question then. Sure. If JT's
2: chalk, Michael
1: Pittman's chalk, do you just play Matt Ryan with all three of them?
2: Nah, man, you play Moalley Cox. Yeah, you just play Matt
0: Ryan, Moaley Cox.
3: I mean, you could do the Jonathan Taylor, uh, Michael Pittman and Colts defense stack. Just eat all the chalk. Literally. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go chalk, just go just go ahead, chilly say it. Yeah, just
0: slam in three colts, right? <laughs> Dude,
2: you just you need it, man. You just gotta just dive on in. It's some chalk. Lord Jesus, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> dive on in. Bro, you need chalk like don't get it twisted. You need chalk in your lineup to win. I'm Absolutely. not saying you
1: don't, but you do that that <laughs> yeah. Hey
2: listen,
0: on DraftKings, I'm playing Michael Pittman Jr., I don't give a damn.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I'll be a chalk donkey for that because that price is freaking stupid. Mm-hmm. But I mean, other than that,
1: his price uh, makes him almost the obligatory free square for fuck's sake.
0: Seriously, what does he have to do at 5500
3: I mean, seven for 60 in a touch. I was about to say,
1: which what, could, 15, 17 points and he meets value? I was like, which could, is the first quarter? You so. could
2: just get weird and play Juju at less the ownership. I love, I dude, I if, chill. Shh. Hey, listen. Patrick Mahomes <laughs>
0: came out and said today that he apologizes to his fantasy owners because there will be no true number one wide receiver on this team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. So when, I mean, so when Mikhail Hardman is your number one scoring receiver on the chiefs on Sunday, don't at me. Let's go. Sully. Let's go. He's, just,
2: he's just, not, we've, we've had, we've, we've had years of Michael Hardman. The dude's bad at football. Listen, uh, Run, run straight, straight. <laughs> he's bad he's bad run straight football. and
0: fast that's all i need you to do okay <laughs> if i'm building if i'm building pat mahomes stacks on sunday you best believe michael hartman is going to be one of those wide receivers
2: he's bad at football
0: i'll give a damn if he's bad opportunity over talent bro and did, you know this
2: then you play sky more
3: dude he's a giant question mark i'm good
2: yeah you play sky? no you play Sky Moore He's over Mikko f- Hartman. Fourth wide receiver? Gross.
3: Sully, I'm with you on Michael Hartman, dude. Let's roll. Let's go.
0: Chili, I will take <laughs> Sky Moore versus Mikael <laughs> Hartman on Sunday. Oh, I'll, it. I'll double Boke down it. on that. Book it. Anyway, uh, student, <laughs> I'll start with your wide receiver takes. Hit me with some of the guys you're going to be targeting this week.
3: I actually am surprised you led with what you led with, because that's the first place I was going to go. Was, uh, just I'm playing so much Adam Thielen this week, it's going to be disgusting. Um, I actually saw in the last three years, Adam Thielen was third in the NFL in receiving touchdowns behind Devontae Adams, and I forget who the other one was. But, yeah. Uh, last time, the only time Justin Jefferson faced uh, my boy last year, uh, the first matchup, he was out. When they played him in January, uh, Justin Jefferson had 11 targets but only six catches for 58 yards. So, well, going well, off of what, you well, why you're
1: tooting your horn? Don't forget that he was also playing with a backup quarterback that game. Okay, I'm just stating facts, homie. I just,
3: I mean, we'll, will we'll see. 11 targets. Yeah, six not all 58. targets are
1: created equal. Okay
3: but (laughs) fair I'm with you Sully on it's Adam like like Chili alluded to earlier man like the the prices in week one are so soft that's why I love love attacking week one love attacking week one because if you do your due diligence and research before you can have a profitable opening week to the season so I have a lot of uh Adam Thielen um I mean, how chalky, like you said, is Michael Pittman going to be? Keenan Allen is right there at 7,402, right above him. Um, are we going to just – I mean, I know I talked about Joe Mixon, but are we just not – like? I like Jamar Chase, man. Like the Bengals at home, I think Jamar Chase can come in lower own. I, I think he's, Devon's he's – uh,
2: He's third highest on this.
3: Behind who, Devonte Adams?
2: He's behind Rondale Moore and Marquise Brown.
3: <laughs> Not freaking Marquise Brown! You talk about Ron, both on the same, the four,
2: both both Arizona wide receivers, according to fantasy guru, are going to be the top two projected highest owned wide receivers as of now on DraftKings because they're both cheap.
3: Well, Keep in mind, this is ten o'clock on a Wednesday,
2: and this yeah. definitely could change.
3: Um, another one I love is I love Juju too, man. Like I love Juju and Michael Hartman because I think that um the Chiefs are gonna have a true our running back by committee, and they're just gonna tell Mahomes just to go out there and just let it rip, man. So, uh, other than that, my wide receiver, my wide receiver pools really like well. I mean, if. Alan Lazar plays. He's going to be one of my major plays too. Sammy Watkins. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to. Argue, I'm not going to argue Sammy Watkins. I knew Do all Watkins two years ago. Do it. Uh, two cheap ones I'll throw out, and then you guys can have the rest. Uh, Christian Kirk versus Washington. I mean, they paid the man a lot of money, and they're going to want to prove it early in the season why they did so i actually really like christian kirk versus washington and my dark horse play is going to be chase claypool versus cincinnati
2: you you pronounce george pickens wrong
3: (laughs) i'll dude i'll take that bet any day
2: i gotta see what that offense looks like
3: yeah so you're gonna see chill because i already put my daily doll (laughs) hero
0: mitchell
2: trubisky (laughs) yes (laughs)
0: I am spending a hard American dollar <laughs> on Mitchell Trubisky stacks on Sunday. <laughs> Believe it.
3: I'll tell you, if you stack him with uh Chase Claypool, then
0: uh it's the mouth getting loof, okay? And I'm not even at tight ends, but the Moth is gonna get loof this week. Okay. Baker, what dubs, wide receivers, hit me.
1: Well, obviously, um, as the Justin Jefferson, you know, fan fan club uh, president, I would be remiss in not saying Justin Jefferson. OK, pass that now. Um, I love Big Mike this week. You know, like we talk about these Chargers, we talk about Justin Herbert and Big Mike. You want to talk about somebody who just got paid. He just got paid. And I think he's going to be a huge part of this offense this year. So I am absolutely in love uh, with Mike Williams this, this uh this opening week. We didn't really talk about the quarterback uh, when it came to the other revenge game because of the fact that Sully didn't want to talk about it. But the
0: actor, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm with Dejan. I don't talk about the actor on this Here comes, podcast. I mean Here that's fine. Baker.
1: We don't have to talk about the actor, but I will talk about one of his pass catchers and DJ Moore. Like the dude is just me. like he's the monum the model of consistency, and and the actor. How
2: many touchdowns did he have last year?
1: Like half of like yet like half of a touchdown. DJ Moore,
2: Yes. half, yeah, half and that's the model of consistency. Hey, yeah? he, he's consistent with not scoring touchdowns. I'm not sure. He scored touchdowns the year before. That would make him consistent, but continue. <laughs> anyway, chill,
1: you jackass. Th- this is the best quarterback he's ever had. Like the Browns' defense is stout. They have they, they have they have cornerbacks for days in you know Ward and uh, Newman. He, he, he played with Cam Newton, right? I. Th- I, I'm, I'm sticking with my statement. Baker Mayfield's oh. the best quarterback that DJ Moore's played with.
2: Better than Cam Newton?
1: Okay. At that point in his career, absolutely. Uh, no, no. You said he's better. At that point in his career, he's absolutely better. He's, he continue he, on. He's absolutely better. Chill. We're going to fight for the season's over. We are 100% <laughs> fighting for the season's over.
0: Cam Newton now is better than the actor now.
1: Stop it. Stop it. You shut your damn mouth.
0: Ugh. Ugh.
1: And, and and Studer, to your, uh, to your Jamar Chase take, when it comes to, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver, slip a coin, whichever one it lands on, you know, that's the one that could potentially go off that week. One of them might go off. Good luck guessing it. As we saw down the stretch of last season, it was Jamar. It was T. It was never together. It was like um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. They don't go off together.
0: Unless Geno Smith is playing.
3: Thank you. God, I Gino loves for- some DK, and that's why I, I'm actually decently high on DK this year.
1: Well, we're not talking about just DK. We're talking about them going off together. Like they don't go off together.
3: They did with Gino Smith. I'm
0: just Exa- saying.
1: But uh,
0: and guess who's the quarterback on Monday, yeah. Baker?
1: I hate you for that.
0: Gina! you already lost the bet sucka. i
1: did i did lose that bet i am down one to you right now sucker but don't worry I'll, I'll tie it up with justin jefferson shitting on steph diggs anyway moving on uh, <laughs> the last person i will say when it comes to potential and criminally underpriced we know what this dude was at the top of his game two years ago i understand it is two years ago so on and so forth don't at me studer for saying two years ago for fuck's sake but michael thomas at 5700 might be the lowest you get him all season
3: Oh, my God. You go ahead and play a guy who doesn't care about football. I'm done. I'm done talking about Michael Thomas.
0: Listen, all I'm saying is that you want to go to somebody that's in their prime. I'm talking due to injuries. We got we got flashback A.J. Green available, guys. I mean, like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, we're, we're really not going to talk about playing A.J. Green? Like, come on, man. <laughs> Knock it
2: off.
0: Fine. All right, chill receivers then we'll jump into tight end for like two seconds and defense for less than that
2: i mean these guys mostly covered it i mean i wouldn't again if if i like to hurt business this week he does have a gam at wide receiver uh he's, he's got a.j brown i mean a.j brown's gonna come in as one of the more higher owned wide receivers but again uh i do like a.j brown this week going up against the lions
1: just so y'all know gam stands for grown ass man if you're new
2: Thank you, Baker. And then uh, as we're kind of going through this, I I mean, I really believe, I I think the Chargers are going to be the forgotten team in that four o'clock window.
0: I'm telling you, man, play all the Chargers. (laughs) You can find. Play them all. Just play them all.
2: I I really do believe that I I believe Keenan Allen's going to stay pretty low owned. I think Mike Williams is going to stay pretty low owned. Um, You guys already uh, touched base on Eckler. Um, I think Herbert, when it's all said and done, would probably be the most lowest owned quarterback, you know, out of the popular ones, at least. Um, so again, uh, AJ Brown, these guys, uh, mentioned Justin Jefferson. I think Jefferson's ownership is going to be a lot lower than people give it credit for. Um, so I do like me some Justin Jefferson this week. Um, and if we're kind of looking down here, um, Truthfully, if you want, if you want to dart throw it, and if you want to kind of, if you want to spend down on a wide receiver that nobody's gonna own, it'd probably be Jahan Dotson of the for Washington. Um, I mean, he is the second wide receiver on that. Um, going up against Jacksonville, who does not have a good secondary, um, so it's definitely worth a look. Chili, yeah. allow me to
0: interrupt you real quick.
2: <laughs> uh, also, if you want the guy who runs straight in Kansas City, it's not Nicole Hardman; it's MVS. But continue.
0: Who who's the quarterback for the
2: Commanders? <laughs> Dude, it's Carson Wentz, and we okay, never okay, okay, okay,
0: okay, 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 okay. Thank he's a guy.
2: He did make. Wait, wait, wait. He, he made Michael Pittman look relevant.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the wide receiver one. Who who was his wide receiver two last year?
2: <laughs> for uh, are you talking? Are you talking? Uh, I'm talking about that? the
0: awful tower.
2: <laughs> you and, uh, and paris campbell <laughs> dude, do you, you definitely like twice that's the ultimate pivot move isn't it just play paris campbell because matt ryan's actually gonna spread the ball around and not just focus in on one guy i'm just not playing john dox dog <laughs> i'm just not doing it i mean if you need to save money somewhere i mean do you want to play wandale robinson at that point? yeah
0: he's gonna be chalky I mean, Kadarius Tony's not not expensive either. He's forty one hundred, right? Like, come on, Kedar- man.
2: Kadarius Tony, I think we'll get more chalkier as we get into Saturday.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. All right, uh, tight ends. Uh, hit me with one tight end you're playing because I don't want to spend like any time at this stupid position.
1: Travis Kelsey. Moving on.
0: Yeah, uh, chill, chill. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> is it time to uh it, it might be time because i mean when a tight end gets to this point of his career bro right if he, he might be headed to a certain uh certain
2: bus you and i like to drive <laughs> oh yeah, Baker, god baker's got you know baker's got a lot of guys on that bus oh my god i, so, I mean <laughs> I, 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 regression
0: I, I, regression season is upon us when it comes to travis kelsey man
2: i am i mean so, i'm so sick not, of this damn bus you gotta remember, he's not the number one wide right receiver per Pat, Pat Mahomes. Per Pat Mahomes. Per Pat Mahomes. Boots on the ground. I am so sick of this damn bus. I mean, people. so I, I think we, you and I, can take a team vote here on the dust bus, real quick, not to uh, diverge here. But uh, Zeke Zeke's driving the bus, right?
1: Not even close. You shut. Yes. Your no. No.
2: No. <laughs> okay. No. No.
1: No. So I mean, quit hating. Talk-
2: Cause we're looking to drop him off at Tony Pollard's house, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad Zeke is not on the main slate, because I would just be bashing him the entire time.
1: Well, don't get it twisted. With this week, with, with with their matchup this week, I wouldn't play on my damn self. But but you will shut your fucking mouth about Zeke being on the dust bus by the end of the season. Bet uh,
2: Probably uh. not. Uh, if I had to pick one tight end this week, um, I'd probably go Darren Waller just based on price.
0: Really? Off air, you were screaming the praises of Kyle Pitts, and you want to bring his ass up now. You want to bring up a guy that literally does not want to play football for the freaking Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, I mean, okay, showed, You better what? sing the praises from high hell and back about Kyle Pitts right now.
1: With a $300 I, difference, really? Like, it's a
2: $300 difference on DraftKings. It mean, makes like a huge it. difference. Three hundred dollars. Those make a huge difference.
0: Chili's playing Kyle Pitts. Don't don't let don't let the don't let the listeners don't don't leave them. I'm mean, gonna have to
2: play more than just one tight end. Wow. I know.
0: I just want. I just want to. And more. you only
2: said provide one. I
0: yeah, mean, provide one. But why would you have to give them? I feel, Waller
2: because I feel like I I feel like a lot of people would just play Kyle Pitts as well. Studer. Especially on FanDuel, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make FanDuel.
3: this real. I'm gonna make this real simple. Uh, over the last two years, when we got to tight ends, my answer was what Baker said now, which was Travis Kelsey. From now until the end of the season, it's Kyle Pitts. <laughs> I have no. I have no other take. Cal Pitts, there it is.
2: I mean, I'm, let's just be real. The the true ants, we're all wrong, and it's just play Mark Andrews right.
3: Even on his bye week, I'm going to tell you to play Kyle Pitts. Don't I mean,
1: saying me. Mark Andrews is it probably is the correct answer.
3: I mean, it's never the wrong answer. If I had a backup tight end, it would be Dallas Goddard. Actually, you know what? There you go. There you go, Sully. Um, my every week is either it's Kyle Pitts and Dallas Goddard. Moving on, I'm done.
0: Dude, Dallas Goddard is 4,500 on DraftKings, bro. That's a pretty
3: solid price. I, dude, thank you. Uh, 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 that's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Well, When we talk about stacks on Saturday, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say it, but I'm probably going to say it.
0: Great. Great. Excellent. Uh, I already said mine. It's the Muth. The Muth will get Luth on the Bengals this Sunday. Believe it. Believe it. Uh, Defenses, why do we have to talk about the commanders being chalk?
1: That sounds disgusting.
0: Yeah,
3: well, it's true.
1: Lord Jesus, I, let that be the
3: case. I honestly thought, I, dude, Sully, was that you? We have done, we did this a couple times last year. I know we don't like paying up for defense, but like those random days where you just pay up for a defense because nobody wants to pay a high price. Like, My God, do the Bears fucking suck? And, like the 49ers? No? Like, I mean, that's, that's
0: fair. 49ers, if you want to pay up to be contrarian, the 49ers are just kind of sitting there waiting for you. And so is Justin Fields waiting to get sacked?
1: You're not wrong. Justin
3: Fields. Fields, He only played the most like one or two quarters. Like they say, he faced the most pressure in the preseason out of any quarterback, and he only played twenty five percent of the time. My God, is the Bears' offense? Oh God, it's so bad.
2: Nah, man, the Bears are going to be great. Matt Nagy's gone. That's Baker. I mean, they will be better this
1: year than they were no, last year. Don't they, get it twisted. Ask, them,
2: ask them. Do ask not them, get it twisted. They nah, will maybe, be better. Ask them. They're going to be fantastic. That they Pat would. Mahomes guys is going to suffer. Pat Mahomes is going like, to be the
1: worst year of Pat Mahomes' career. Bet. And they still win their division,
2: maybe? You shut I mean, your mouth. I,
1: I mean, they, they are winning that division, Sully. Sorry.
2: Shut up. I mean, I don't have them winning that division, but they could win the
1: division. I mean, Sully has a receipt from me saying that the Chiefs won that division.
2: I do have said receipt. <laughs> let's ride.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> there it is. Broncos nation. Let's, <laughs> let's ride.
2: ride. Uh, but uh, in terms of defenses, I think Studer's right. It's probably just play the 49ers or even the Colts at that point. Or, uh, or do you just play the Dolphins defense?
0: I mean, I was with you with the Dolphins defense. That price is nice. And I saw what they did last year against New England, uh, that last game, I think week seventeen. Sixteen or seventeen, they tore the asses apart. Or, so
2: Or do we just play our beloved Browns defense against the paid actor?
0: I was just about to say, just play the Browns defense against the actor. I, don't I was
3: also just gonna say dude, sorry, I was chill. <laughs> I was literally saying I was talking to the a couple of days ago on the phone. I'm like, as the fucking original Baker Basher, if you want to say that, like the person who's despised American football since his existence, yes, yeah, since his existence. Um, I am balls deep in the bronze defense this week. Like fuck him. Sorry. Also, I I could, it. Okay. Also,
2: also, if you really want to get weird, you could probably do, you could literally huh? be the only person on the planet just play the Packers defense because their defense is actually good.
3: Like I just want. To get my ten oh. sacks from Miles Garrett and Jadavious Clowney.
0: Jadavious,
3: yeah, Jadavious.
0: <laughs> okay, fair, fair. All right, before we wrap it up, with one bold call for Sunday's slate. Now, each position is one bold call. Hit that subscribe button. Make sure you download us. Put us in your pocket. Take us to go. Definitely appreciate you guys joining us for the first show of the year, DFS related. So I'm pumped. I know you guys are pumped too. So chill. Hit me with one bold call for the week. What what's some what is what what bold is gonna happen
2: this week? Uh one bold call. All right. I I'm just gonna go. I'm just, I'm just gonna go. I'll just go with this one, man. The the hurt business will uh will be the highest quarter cor- high scoring quarterback on the slate.
0: Oh I like that the hurt business. High scoring QB on the slate. I like that call. Definitely the matchup is right. I like that. I like that. Baker, even with something bold. What what is gonna be bold? Who is the what what is the one thing that somebody needs in their lineup? To take down a GPP this week. Hit me with something bold.
1: I'm going to hit you with a little bit of Aaron Jones, my friend. Ten catches and two touchdowns.
0: Aaron Jones with the receiving end. Making him a DraftKings staple. Ten catches. You need Aaron Jones this week. I like it. I like it. Stuter, something bold for this week.
3: Uh, I'm going to be that guy to talk about the position that nobody cares about. And I just said it ten seconds ago. The Browns defense is having 10 sacks or double-digit sacks and a pick-six. Double-digit
0: well, sacks and a pick-six. There ain't no doubt about that. Wow. 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 I like it. I like it. I'm not going to lie. I like it. Um, My bold call is I'm, I'm going to get boring. I'm going to get truly, truly boring here. I think that hammer is going to rain down on the slate on Sunday. And tied with the most points on the slate, you need one or both of them in your lineup. King Henry and Austin Eckler will surpass 30-plus DraftKings points on Sunday. Both of them. I
1: don't mind that. I'm
0: saying, man, that hammer is going to come down. It's going to come down hard. If we survive 1 o'clock and CMC has an okay day between, like, 15 and 22 points, JT does okay between 15 and 22 points, that hammer from those big boys at night. And, obviously, you said, you know, Aaron Jones is one of them, so if your bowl call comes, it's coming down through that hammer on that 4 o'clock slate. Let's just say if you don't have any PMR left, you might as well just go ahead and pack it in.
1: Yeah, Mielmere's coming down and putting you to bed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If your team is doing heh ho hum at 1 o'clock and you think these 4 o'clock games ain't going to do nothing, you lost. You lost. That hammer is going to hit, and it's going to hit hard. Guys, I think it's about that time. Thanks for joining us tonight. I think we're going to go ahead and close up the shop. And uh, chill. You know what to do. Turn off the grills, get out the mop bucket. Yeah, man. I mean,
2: it's nice to actually close with a crew.
0: Yeah, this will be a quick close tonight. This will be a quick close. We got a whole crew. We got a whole crew. <laughs> so, having said that, we're going to go ahead and close up the shop. And I'll see you all at the top. Thanks for listening. Peace.